0: Hello, and welcome to Babblings of a 20-something. Babblings is an audio diary podcast. It's my stream of consciousness and really my quarter-life crisis attempt at redirection. You get it. It's hosted by me, Ann, and each week I'm going to babble about what's going on in my life, the lessons I'm learning, but like really just all the shitty dating that I'm doing. I have got to talk to somebody about this. Basically, I'm documenting my 20-somethings for all of our entertainment and maybe just maybe you can relate if not it's at least gonna be funny <laughs> as always explicit and graphic content warning i just really really want to put that out there who knows what i'm gonna say and i will talk about it explicitly and graphically seriously if you're gonna get offended don't listen I'm, I'm really just saying that because i don't want any of my family to text me you know you get it anyways love you and enjoy babies and welcome back or welcome to really welcome to babblings of a 20-something sorry if i hope you're not watching this i just had a lot of readjustment happening if you are watching this welcome um i'm sure i know what you're thinking if you're watching this you're probably like holy shit ally your tits are huge and yeah they are congrats On that observation, I don't know why every time somebody sees me, they feel the need to comment on how big my boobs are. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Thank you very much. And most of the time it's from women. I would say 90% of the time. And I get it because it's a thing, you know, boobs are such a thing. Like they're, they're too big. They're too small. You're always getting ridiculed about them. Nobody makes a good bra. It's ridiculous. And so if you've always been smaller chested to see me with these huge big biddies, you're like, holy shit. Um, oh, look how much better they look if I lift them up a little bit. Cause this isn't like supportive. This is just like holding them together. But with a little bit of cleavage, when they're popped up, Damn. That's cute. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just staring at myself and um, the viewfinder camera video now. But it's funny because I did a lot of traveling over the holiday and before and as in the airport. And for some reason, I just threw this on like with a little cardigan sweater because I'm used to wearing it around the house. I get to the airport and I'm like, why is everybody? I feel like everybody's looking at me. Oh, everybody's looking at my boobs, yay! I love walking to the airport and knowing that every single person who looks at me and looks down and looks back up is looking at my boobs. Mostly men, mostly men, I say mostly women comment. Obviously mostly men look, but everybody looks. And I like, I don't know what people want me to do about it. Like, that's not something like, I can't chop my boobs off. I would die. You know, I could go get surgery and I'm definitely thinking about it and probably will want a reduction, but, um, that's a major surgery too. And something I would do because I have back pain, not because you think my boobs are huge. So I don't know. I just felt so gawked at. I was also high. I did smoke my pen once I got into through security, so I was a little high, and so maybe I was a little extra self-conscious. But no, and then I was <laughs> so self-conscious because I'm walking down. I'm one of the last people to get on the plane, so I walk down the whole aisle of this packed plane, right? Because it's right before the holidays, everybody's going somewhere. So I walk down, and <laughs> I always like people always look at me because I'm always bumming into people because I always have my bags, like I. But I just mind my own business. It was just felt so embarrassing to walk all the way back of this packed airport and everybody look at your tits. Everybody look at your tits. Like I'm looking at the video of me right now, I can't stop looking at my tits. But I was wearing this, so I just wanted to give you guys a visual. I think I was wearing these sweatpants too of how I looked. Honestly, cute and casual. Cute and casual. And if I had smaller boobs, nobody would even look. Swear to God. I'm tired of looking at my tits. Hot take. Tits are not as hot as society has made us to believe. Tits, when they're especially get to... A bigger size my back hurts i'm hot honestly my skin is stretching like i don't know what else um i'm constantly hitting things with my boobs <laughs> they get sw- like they get sweaty so you have to stay on top of that like any kind of like body crevice like your armpits you know you gotta keep up on your boobs Sorry, ladies, just to put it out there, you know, like hygiene. If you didn't know, now you know. But I feel like, obviously, because of like porn and men and sexualizing women or femme bodies have really made people think, and you know, lots of guys are like boob guys. Um, Some guys are butt guys. As anybody, I guess anybody could be a butt or a boob person. Sorry to generalize. But just saying. So I think all those boob guys got together and were like, we want to make boobs so hot. So hot. Because no woman will ever realistically be able to grow these kinds of boobs that we think are hot. We want to keep them under our thumb, constantly trying to fit this ideal tit um, equation. An ideal tit equation to me, as far as what the general public sees as ideal, would be like a size C, a fuller C, or maybe even like a fuller B, but like a fuller C, a true C, maybe a, even a little, like a smaller D. Obviously, your t- the rest of your body is tiny. The rest of your body can't be like your boobs, only your boobs can be big, so that they stand out and so they're hot. You also need to have, like, pretty cute little nipples, like little little nipples that stick, you know, straight out, hot and even. They're going to be pretty perky. They're not going to be dragging or sagging. They're going to be really perky, and they're going to be really full on the top, so you get really hot cleavage. And that's what I would describe as the ideal hot tip. But, fuck that! Honestly, I love my boobs. They're annoying, and, (laughs) like, I really do have to, I feel like I always get annoyed with people that have smaller boobs. They're like, oh, if you could just give me some, or blah 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 blah. Like, no, it's, obviously, we all want what we can't have, and we don't know what it's like to have the opposite of what we do have. But, you know, it's not a walk in a park where I'm not just automatically hotter. Because I've got these huge, huge? Because I've got these huge jugs, you know? Mine are too big. Where people think, like, yeah, like, I my boobs are, like, too big. It's like, ugh. Do you want me to have big tits or not? Okay? World? Society? Do you want me to have big tits or not? Anyways, what was I saying? saying fuck that oh because I love my boobs (laughs) you know they're big and they're a little worn because I went for all of high school free the nipple they're a lot smaller than two um but you know if we don't wear a bra they do start to droop um over time but I still feel like they're me and I've just been really trying to embrace my body lately and doing a lot of, like, looking in the mirror and dancing and touching and appreciating and loving. And, like, you could say all these things, like, they're too big, they sag, la, 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 But I think, my gosh, they're so soft and voluminous and they're so squishy and, you know, like... And not trying to find all of the things that are good. Instead of pointing out what other people would perceive as negative. And they are big, baby. There's a lot to play with over here. (laughs) There's a lot to play with. And honestly, I like it that way. I would rather have someone who is sexually interested in me. That has the stamina, the strength, and the capability to play with everything I've got going on than to try and conform and hate myself and spend tons and tons of money and restrict myself in order to find somebody who's weaker. Oh, I am looking for a strong man. If you know anyone, let me know. I am single. Hopefully you're not offended by me saying tits, but I love the word tits and titties. Titties! Shake them! Shake them! Go watch the video if you want to see me shake my titties! Anyways, going back to boobs, I have a friend who doesn't have any nipple sensation. <gasps> what? I know, if you're like me, you're like, what, girl? How the f*** does that happen? And it's true, we've done multiple tests with multiple (laughs) subjects, people, um, with different items, with different textures, um, with different temperatures. And no, there's really not a lot of sensation going on there. And so I wanted to reach out to anybody that doesn't have any nipple sensation and let you know that that's okay. Don't let anybody tell you different. And if you can't feel it, okay, how am I going to say this? Because I love, (laughs) I love nipple play and I love like, yes, suck my, you know, like, sorry to be so graphic moms, my mom's probably listening, but I told my mom worse. Anyways, like, I love, like, that's a big stimulant for me during, like, sexual time. And so I'm just wondering, what does it feel like if you don't have any nipple sensation? If you're not, are you not getting anything out? Like, what if a guy starts, like, sucking your boob? Like, you know, is, like, really getting into it? Licking, pinching, biting, sucking, it's like, oh, mommy, mommy, but you don't feel anything. Do you really, f- like, is it awkward? Is it awkward? But I feel like also, and maybe I should talk to my friend about this. They might even be listening. It's probably not at that point, too, just about the nipple. But you can get a lot of sensations just from, like, massaging and manipulating your boobs. You can I don't know if anybody's told you that, but you can. I mean, you can get off with just your boobs. Yeah, another story for another time, but just think about that, okay? So, to all my girls that don't have nipple sensations, send me me a message. Send me an audio clip. I just want to chat, and maybe we can put it on the podcast next week. What's, like, the most awkward sexual experience you've had involving your boobs like somebody trying to do like nipple play or mess with your boobs and you're like no or you're just like laying there letting somebody suck your boob and like it doesn't feel like i just feel like i don't know i don't know let me know i want to hear some really good stories i have some i have some funny stories that i'm not allowed to tell you about other people so tell me your stories if you wouldn't mind but I thought that maybe today we could talk a little bit about kind of hookups, hookup culture, dating. On the third child episode, if you guys listened to that, I did share with you guys that I've started dating just a little bit, just a little dip my toe in the pool, went on a couple dates, have been on online dating a little bit. When I first downloaded it over the summer, right after I broke up with my ex, I was on there for an hour and deleted it because I was just so, so overwhelmed. And actually last night I deleted my dating apps also just because I needed a break. It's just not interesting for me. I'm only interested in the apps as a game. I'm not really interested in, in them as a tool of meeting people. And so it's pretty tedious to have all the time or to feel bad when you're not responding to people, but I don't. Like, I will just go on there to have dumb little conversations and, like, how many people think I'm hot and move on, (laughs) you know? Not building genuine connections, and the few dates that I've gone on have just been duds. I hate putting in all that energy on an app to then still be disappointed but i'm new to this you guys i have (laughs) been in a relationship for a long time and so i'm sure you guys are all like yeah welcome to the fucking real world alley you know this is the pool but i don't believe that i don't believe that because i think if i believe that then yes i will settle but i don't believe that i think there is someone that could check off almost everything that's really important for me. And for me, the biggest thing is personality. It's not physical characteristics. It's honestly not finances. The biggest thing for me is personality. That's also probably why the dating apps, you have to really have a personality for it to shine through, through all of the messages, you know, Oh, I just sound, oh, I just sound, oh, self-conceited. So all my, if you want to make it through all my messages, but I'm not, I'm being serious. Like, if you want to catch somebody's attention, you have to have a real strong personality, especially me, who's specifically looking for personality. The hot guys just don't do anything for me, except make me anxious. Like, something about, like, a really, something about a specific attractiveness makes me anxious because it's like, ooh, you don't have a personality because you've never had to have a personality. And even if you did, it wouldn't matter because you're probably also not nice because you're used to people thinking that you're hot. So it just, there's a certain level of hotness, a certain kind of hotness that really, really makes me nervy. And so, yeah, Let the personality shine through, you guys. Come on. Tell me a joke. Teach me something. Tell me something funny. Put yourself out there. My profile on Hinge specifically was supposed to be, like, meant to be a little lighthearted. Because if you're going to respond to a dumb picture of me, then you're funny. You know? Anyways. So I'm just dipping my toe in. And I'm really, aghast because... I don't know, for me also too, it's all about chemistry, having chemistry with someone. And chemistry is definitely something that takes time, but I also know that there are just some people that you just have chemistry with and it doesn't, you don't have to try hard at all. And it is, again, it takes someone with a personality to feel that chemistry through a dating app then through a phone while you're texting enough for me to like, want to come meet you somewhere. And then you can really put the moves on. But if you can't even interest me, what am I going to go on a date for you to be bored? I just don't want, I just don't want to be bored. And I think the hardest thing is I love a free meal. I do as much as the next girl, but (laughs) because I'm so anxious it takes so much energy for me to pretend like I don't. <laughs> and it takes so much energy for me to go out and, like, put on a show and, like, hold a conversation with somebody that I've never met before. For there to be no reward and no payoff as far as, like, chemistry or, like, a story or so really hot makeout. Why did I do all of that? So that's where I'm at right now, trying to figure out what am I doing all of this for? And I just, it's so much energy to put towards, you know, and also too, I don't really have a goal, which is a good thing. I was just talking to my life coach about this, you know, I don't have a date that I need to be married by. I'm not in a hurry to have kids. I'm really not even in a rush. To have a boyfriend. I really would like low maintenance. I'd be fine with like a low maintenance boyfriend, but that's about as much commitment as I would want to get into right now, just so to have somebody to talk to, really, who I enjoy. But other than that, you know, so that's the hard thing. That's what's that it's the good thing that I don't have these pressures that I'm putting on myself to go out and find these people and to make something work where I settle in order to meet these deadlines or ideas that I have in my head. But it also makes it hard er for me because I was just explaining how it's a lot of energy, because <laughs> if I have no pressure and I have no need, the fuck am I doing this for? Why am I getting all dressed out to go on a date with Jeremy when I know I'm not going to like Jeremy? I already know I'm not going to like Jeremy, you know? And that's a fake name because I don't want to put anybody out there, but that's just how I've been feeling lately. And so I'm taking a little bit of a break from dating because it's just too much. And... Here's the other thing, you guys. I guess this is probably why I want to date. Because enough about dating. Let's talk about hooking up. Let's talk about having sex with people and making out. I want to make with someone so bad. I'd love to make out. I'd love to hook up. But, but, this silly, silly little brain trauma And just after being in a serious monogamous relationship for so many years, I am not in a place where I was in college to just go hook up with everyone. I'm really not. I'm not in a mood to go have one night stands with some random guys out at the bar. And so I'm going to have to build, at least in the moment for the time being, build some sort of relationship with someone that I feel safe and comfortable enough, in order to have a hookup. <laughs> but it's so much. More. So yeah, that's where I am, a little celibate queen. But I'm fine with that. It's definitely my. I'm a. Here's my chart, the basics of my chart. We'll do my big three. Um, I'm a Taurus sun. Virgo moon, Sag rising. Oh, and then my love, not love, my Venus is an Aries and my Mercury is an Aries. So I have a very fire and earth dominant chart. And wait, what was I saying? Why was I telling you guys that? I also am going to need a button of Allie forgot she lost her train of thought. She forgot the fuck she was talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm being a celibate queen, which I was going to say probably has to do with my Torian nature. Staying at home. But I do have a lot of fire. I do see, though, how the fire comes out it doesn't come out with everyone. It comes out when I feel safe with you, or I think the Aries comes out. I think the fun, funny, sad rising comes out when I'm putting on a show for everyone. Um, Or like, you know, at work or networking events or going out, definitely going out when I'm more high energy. And like I said, (laughs) <laughs> it's exhausting to put on that show sometimes when I'm not in a safe place. I'm a little bit more guarded being myself. And in college, you know, guys, I was busted down left and right. Who, who wants it tonight? Who, <laughs> what did I just say? Busted down left and right. Who wants it tonight? Damn. That was so good. I'm just, I'm flying. I'm off the handle. I really was. You know, you go out Thursday through Saturday, and then there's also going to be days where you go out during the week too, obviously. But Thursday through Saturdays are your, you know, concrete days where you know shit's happening. And who wants to be my Thursday night? Who wants to be my Friday night? Who wants to be my Saturday night? But one, I'm not in an environment where... People that I'm attracted to or would consider having sexual encounters with are in that close proximity to me constantly, like in college, you know? I'm not going to the frat houses every night anymore. That's not been replaced with the bars. So I could, I'm sure, go find somebody random to hook up with at the bars if I wanted to or the club. Just look back on that time and... I just remember being sad. You know, I hookup culture is, I think, a really sensitive topic because it's a very gray topic. It's not really a black and white issue. And it really, really depends on the person and knowing yourself and knowing what you can handle and what you can't handle. You know, I had friends in college that were t- or apart in a way that I was not by this hookup culture and I didn't really get it I was like who care you know like and I'm definitely a person where it's like you know don't blame me for your decisions I don't peer pressure or force anybody to do anything with me because I would never let anybody force me to do anything but everybody's not the same way And something that I've learned across the years is that for some reason, a certain type of friend that I have sometimes will want to just go along with what I'm doing when they really can't hang. (laughs) And not to be like, and not in a snobby way, not in a bitchy or a cunty way, I'm just being honest because you have to know yourself. And at the time, there were some of my friends trying to hang and they couldn't hang and it was really hard for them and looking back on that i can, of course i understand if i wasn't in such a yolo you only live once you know i was in such a dark place where i was thriving off of drugs alcohol and sex everyone else around me wasn't and I wasn't either in the sense of, you know, doing well, being happy, you know, doing, ha- taking care of my responsibilities, going to school. But I was thriving in a way where I was really feeding my demons. And I don't know. I just. There are a lot of things i regret um i don't regret any hookups by the way or any sexual encounters honestly um but everyone is not like that and so when you have these people that are like you know it's empowering yeah hook up with whoever you want don't you know don't be what is the oh modesty like You know, purity and modesty culture are just a bunch of bullshit. And it is. It is a bunch of bullshit. But just because purity culture and being a virgin is a bunch of bullshit doesn't negate the fact that you probably shouldn't sleep with every single person you can get your hands on. Sorry, that's just a fact. And not to say, I mean, I'm talking health-wise. Hello, get checked for an STI. Okay? Not just that, but uh, not just getting an STI, but other health factors when you need to take care of yourself. Two, I think there really is something that happens. These energies that are shared with people when you're intimate with them. And I think with everybody, it's different. And I think whatever that little piece of yourself that you give away, that set energy, or if you believe in spirits, or whatever, whatever, I feel like it's a little piece of me. Whenever I give that little piece of me away to somebody that I'm sleeping with, at that time, I wanted to, because I wanted to get rid of me, (laughs) you know, it was like, please, like, take a piece of me away from me and I'm not saying that's healthy but that's why I think it wasn't so damaging for me because I wanted pieces of me taken away versus my peers and my friends who were involved in this hookup culture maybe because they felt like they had to maybe because they thought they wanted to could be for so many different reasons but they weren't looking for anybody to take a piece of them. And when so many people start taking a piece of you, it's devastating because especially people that are looking for love and looking for reciprocation and looking to be validated by giving that little piece of themselves up. If you're not ready for the consequence being Not being validated, don't give a piece of yourself up. And so I am not anti-hookup culture, but I'm also not pro-hookup culture. I am pro-knowing yourself and knowing whether you can go out and bang five guys in one weekend or not. Some people can, some people can't. You know, anybody really. I'm talking to everybody. Doesn't matter how you identify. Know yourself. And if you are someone like me, I would suggest getting therapy. <laughs> oh, I, that's what I would suggest because I don't have it all together. I, I mean, I'm not that girl. I don't have all the answers. I don't even know. I just know that there's something that's switched in me where I'm not looking For anybody to take a piece of me anymore, I want to give a piece to someone that's going to hold it and nourish it and love it and kiss it and feed it. And if I ask for it back, will give it back to me and not hoard it out of jealousy or greed, etc. So I'm walking a hard line of trying to figure out. You know, what are my goals around love? And I'm such a romantic person. I'm such a romantic. I love love, you know. I love sex and I love relationships. And so it's hard because it is something that's on my mind a lot, even though it's not a goal. It's something that's easy for my anxious brain to repeat and put on a loop. hello it is actually ali from the future bum, 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 bum. hey guys it's actually wednesday i started recording this on a monday and then my computer died right in the middle of it but thank god that last clip was saved where i was going on and on and on about hookup culture because if that would have been lost i would have cried because i, was, I really feel like i was in the groove but anyways sorry if it ended kind of abruptly there was about maybe a minute that got cut off and I do not remember what I said. I wanted to film this yesterday and show you guys my boobs, but um, they look good today, Today, but I'm just in a robe, so I guess I shouldn't show you. Just... <laughs> okay, cut that out, Allie. Cut that out, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> so yeah, it's Wednesday night. I just got back from my pole dancing class. I just hopped in the shower, put a mask in my hair, I'm going to cook dinner. If you're watching this, sorry, it's a little dark. In my lovely candlelit living room. I just wanted to quickly kind of wrap this episode up, tell you guys that I love you, and also I'm glad that I was able to re listen to the part before this and um, kind of follow up because I want to make sure that it's coming through that I am definitely not like I don't care what anybody does. I want to make that clear because I felt like it was coming off a little bit like I was more anti-hookup culture or that i i'm not judgmental at all i want everyone to do what they want to do and what they're most comfortable with but i think i was kind of heavy on the anti-hookup side because i've just been while i was talking i was just thinking back to all of these experiences that i've had in different stages of my life so far where and as a young adult where i know so many people that were doing hookup culture or thought that they could handle it, you know, going out every night hooking up with people, yada, yada, yada. And I couldn't. and it really can be harmful to people. And also I want to say that it's not that I didn't come away or that it didn't affect me at all when I was very much in that world. but at the time, I was able to compartmentalize. If that's clear, so I don't want it to be like you know. I just it doesn't affect me, yada yada yada. No, I just I think I'm better at compartmentalizing than some other people, and I'm very self aware. And like I was saying at that time, it's what I wanted. I wanted to be used, but I don't think a lot of people actually want um, to be used in that way, and so it's not helpful. And they're looking for something that they're not going to get out of that situation. So, with that being said, though, no slit shaming, do what you want, do what your body's comfortable with, please be safe, love everyone, love each other, and you know, if it's not for you, then it's not for you, and don't force it. I'm really, I think, especially talking to like girls in college, like that, just don't don't be just know yourself just know yourself okay or i guess <laughs> that's the point of college is trying to find yourself and figure out yourself and maybe that's when you figure out whether you can handle it or can't handle it but if you figure out that you can't handle it talk to your friends go to therapy have some nights in i know FOMO is intense but it is not worth your mental health and um putting yourself in situations that you just don't want to be in it in the first place. Okay? And then you reg- end up having regrets. And I want you to live a life like me. Where I have hashtag not regrets. Alright? Well, I gotta get going, guys. It's a full moon tonight, so I've got shit to do. Um, Full moon is actually in Gemini. I've been thinking a lot. Because of coming up with this full moon. Like about duality. And duality of self. And... I was thinking on the car ride earlier how I, you know, because I've been reflecting on myself and trying to figure out, you know, different sides of me, and I think many people would not use emotional to describe me, but I am a deeply emotional, sentimental, loving and caring person, and sensitive It's just I, for some reason, don't outwardly express it, but I do have deep, deep, deep feelings that I feel like a lot of people don't realize, I think, because that's there's two different sides to me. Probably people wouldn't um, describe me as emotional, or some people wouldn't because I can also be mean or cold. I can be very analytical and in my head and i'm trying to think of a like where i i'm in my head and i don't understand like i'm not paying attention to other people's emotions because i'm being analytical about a situation or being very black and white about a situation but now i'm babbling (laughs) all of that to say i wanted to give you guys a little journal prompt or maybe i I have an art journal so a prompt for maybe some art that you can make or if you're a writer for a story i want to give you something in the spirit of this last full moon of the year in gemini think about this what parts of yourself are you hiding from are you hiding from yourself in order to be the happiest and healthiest and align with what we're supposed to be doing, we have to be able to accept all sides of ourselves and not find shame or guilt in those negative sides. But to know that they're there and to consciously choose because we have free will and are thoughtful beings, consciously choose to be the better side of you. And also, duality doesn't have to be positive-negative. One side that some people might think is negative may be the better side of you. And that's what you want to lead into. Love you lots. I genuinely, 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 genuinely hope that everybody that's listening, because if you listened, if for some forsaken reason you're actually listening to this, I want to tell you that I love you. And I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely just wish for you that all of your dreams come true. And they will. Love you. Bye! Woohoo! You made it! Thank you for listening to Babblings of a Twenty-Something. Babblings is produced, edited, and hosted by yours truly, Allie You can find Badlings across podcast platforms and watch the full episode with video on our YouTube channel. Check out our website with all of the links and descriptions. It's down there somewhere in the show notes. You'll get it. Okay, love you. Bye! I cannot help, like, having a microphone in front of me and not doing, like, some ASMR. Hold on. Can you hear that or no?